Hello, my pretties, and welcome to Momster Radio Podcast, Episode 3. My name is Amber, and I am your host, and I am so thankful that you're listening today. Today's episode, we talk a little bit about our Thanksgiving traditions, mom fails, specifically mine, Facebook and how fake it can be, and a little bit about girl math. So if you have a chance, please go give us a rating for today. We'd love if you leave us a five-star rating and share with your friends and family. So here you go. Enjoy. Welcome to the Momster Radio Podcast. I am Amber, and I am your host today. Until I get fired, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It has been, today has been a really good exercise on self-forgiveness. I feel like this last year has been a time for me to make lots of mistakes, and I don't like making mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. I know. Makes us human. But I'm also kind of a very, I don't know. Control freak. I was trying to say a word really quick before y'all chimed in because I was like, I don't think I want to know what they're about to say. We, I, I, I was listening to our podcast that we dropped previous, our second episode, and I was like, damn, I'm like, I got a lot of problems. Like, I have anxiety and a little bit of OCD sprinkled in, and I mean, it just keeps things a little fun and interesting. However, I have two beautiful ladies here today with me, uh, my co-host, Brittany. Hello, Brittany. Hello. And my other co-host, Sally. Hi. So we are all very well-versed and dropping the ball. Today, I went to a doctor's appointment. I was very much prepared for this doctor's appointment. I have it on three calendars. My Apple calendar. Oh, look at that. More (laughs) reminders. My Apple calendar, my Google calendar, which is my main one. And then everything has to go on my work calendar also. And I can't have them all together. I've tried and it's too much because my client schedule is very detailed and then it looks like 50 things in one day. So I show up exactly at 1130. I am ready to go. I go log in or, you know, sign in and they're like, excuse me, ma'am, you're late for your appointment. I'm like, no, actually I'm on time. Like really on time. I have my hair done, everything. And mind you, I've been sitting out in the parking lot for at least five, 10 minutes, just waiting for my appointment time. Oh no. Okay. So I go in and they're like, you were supposed to be here at 1115. And I tell the lady, no, ma'am, I have it on three calendars, three, actually three, um, that I I have an 1130 appointment. And she says, no, sorry, we have you for 1115, but I'll ask the office manager if we can see you. And unfortunately, they have a 15-minute time limit for that. So if I had just walked in early, I would have done that. And we have to submit, so I'm homeschooling my daughter. We have to submit progress reports today. The site has been down all day. I don't even know how to submit a progress report. I didn't know there was other stuff I needed to do. Like, I also need a teacher to teach me how to do homeschool, but that is, I guess I'm the teacher. I should have watched some videos or something and read some instructions. I haven't done that. And then what else did I forget? There's been several. Oh, I broke glass all over the kitchen yesterday. I came home. I had 45 minutes to an hour to help my daughter do some homeschool stuff. I was going to throw some chicken in the crock pot, and I went to grab something, and just like in slow motion, this huge glass bowl falls and crashes everywhere, and glass is like glitter. Mm-hmm. I'm still finding it, and I'm a little OCD, and I it broke in the sink, and so there was glass all over our dirty dishes, so I hand-washed them myself and rinsed everything really good and wiped everything down, and lo and behold, there are still glass shards in the sink. We have to take the vacuum to it. Something. I, it, my husband's like, you need to not take on so much stuff. And I feel like I'm not doing enough. So clearly there's a disconnect. 
there because <laughs> I'm, well, I've seen, I, I don't make a habit of comparing myself to people online, but I do observe a lot of moms and they do a lot of things and they look put together, but I have a feeling and you guys can chime in at any moment that <laughs> they probably are fucking up as much as I am. It's fake book. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a fake book, but I also... It's the highlight reel. Right. Like, I also only use my Facebook these days to share family photos and funny stuff. Which, your family photos killed it. I oh, love them. So, so beautiful. The amount of people that are making comments about my husband not wearing a hat, and he really wanted to wear a hat, and I'm like, give me just one good one without a hat, and they're all making comments about him, like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> you're making it worse. So I don't want to be fake book. I want to be real. And that's important to me for this podcast is I don't have it all put together. I had someone tell me that as a business owner, I look like I made it look easy. And I'm sorry if I made any of that look easy to any. I know you guys know it's not easy because you know me intimately. And I can't just run around like Chicken Little. I mean, I do here, you know, like, oh, this guy's falling, you know. And so my my clothes Friends know like what a shit show I am. But if you have a staff running around crazy right. and griping about everything you're doing or not doing, it doesn't help your staff's morale. So right. you have to keep it together. And to it's keep just like your business running. As properly. a mom, same thing. I mean, I'm pretty stressed out today, but if I run around acting like a you know, chicken little screaming and skies falling and having a tantrum nobody, you know, I, you set the mood, you mm-hmm. set the tone. And so how, what is that balance between being real and also trying not to really expose yourself of how difficult life can be to just get up, go to work, get the kids done, you know, feed them doctor's appointments, make time for yourself, all of that. You start a podcast and you talk about oh. it on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on the right track then. <laughs> because I love talking to people. I love telling my story. I don't ever stop talking. I feel like um, it's just one thing I love about my job that I have clients and I get to experience their life and they experience mine. So welcome to the shit show, my pretties. (laughs) We are going to try to be as real and vulnerable as possible without putting things on the internet that we're going to regret. And there's a fine balance of that too that I'm learning. I want to explain and show and I've learned as I've gotten older, I'm never the only person experiencing something. So if I'm having a hard time, and if you guys might be having a hard time, then I think we're all having a hard time. Well, I also think that part of the reason that so many people end up with, you know, as you call it, like the fake book is because people get crucified on the internet. And so when you're your real self, just authentic person like we make mistakes as human beings regularly and so what if I put something out on Facebook that I didn't just totally scrutinize and okay did I word this exactly politically correct you know in a in a way that's not going to offend anyone or anything like that and so it takes so you lose so much of that because people are so quick to judge or attack somebody for something little that that's not how they meant it. You read it in a different tone that they wrote it, you know, stuff like that. And so you end up with just the highlight reels because you can't put real stuff out there without just being attacked. Yeah. And I think that you have to balance it on the other side too. You want to be real, but sometimes oversharing Mm -hmm. 
on Facebook giving every detail of your life or what you're upset about, that can work against you too because then you have people just reading your Facebook just to see your drama and then you be, you know, rumors are flying and you know, I had made a post a couple months ago when um I felt like another girl was, you know, throwing shade at me and I, you know, I posted it wasn't negative but it was like you know, why are, why are, why is there so much women on women hate, you know, around here and kind of gave a spiel about it and then thought about it for like a couple hours and then took it down because I just, I don't want my negativity shining through Mm -hmm. also, even though I was trying to give a positive spin on why are we doing this to each other? Why can't we support each other and love each other as women? We deal with a lot it still wasn't going to be beneficial and it was just going to make people talk and ask questions. So there's got to be a balance between being real, but like keeping some stuff Mm -hmm. to your close circle. When I started doing the tiny tattoos and everything, there was a lot of interesting things that involved controversy. Yeah. Some controversy (laughs) involved with that. On one of my posts on my business page, someone came on and was being real negative and spreading a whole lot of misinformation I thought about it a lot because I'm not one to just snap back or, you know, react like that. And I'm not going to get into a Facebook fight with anybody. Like, that's not solving anything. It's not making me look better than you. No one's going to win in the comment section on Facebook. And so I did. At one point, I responded to one. And I, like you said, I kept it very positive. I was not arguing with them. I wasn't trying to be ugly to them. I just wanted to correct some of the things that were being said that were extremely false and were going to put shine negative light on my business. And I left it up for a few minutes and then I went and I deleted it off. I deleted the ugly comments and I deleted the one that I had said that I had posted because I just, it's not, I don't need to tear anyone else down to build myself up. Like I would rather focus on like putting bricks on my own wall and on my own house rather than like running over here and stealing bricks from yours. Like mine isn't getting built any faster. If I'm busy stealing them off of yours, I'm just, neither of us are going anywhere. We're both just living in this God awful place. And if I just ignore them stealing my bricks and I keep putting bricks, then My house, you know, even though it might be being built slower because they're stealing bricks and, you know, knocking bricks down. um, But theirs isn't getting built at all because they're busy worrying about mine. Right. And anything that you say back to them to correct them, they've already made their mind up. Exactly. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're not going to convince them anyways otherwise. So just don't even waste your breath and Mm -hmm. focus on your own positivity. Yep. This reminds me of a very famous um, music lyric by (laughs) the wonderful Taylor Swift. And how does it go? Um, I could build a castle out of all the bricks you have thrown at me. There you go. And I'm going to build me a fucking castle, you know, <laughs> and it's going to look really good. And I also, I, I get triggered when I'm misunderstood. I don't like to be misunderstood because nine times out of 10, I have a really good reason why I do things or I put a lot of overthinking into a lot of things that I do. So when I'm misunderstood, I don't like it. And I like to explain myself and Becoming a business owner and a small community, I had to learn, I can't, I have to just let some of that happen. I can't always be understood. And as long as I keep my side of the street clean, yes, <laughs> sorry, <Taylor. laughs> but keep my side of the street clean, um, you know, you wouldn't know what I mean. I'm just kidding. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, I am obsessed with It's also a lyric. The, She's not talking yeah, to us. <laughs> it's the 1989 Taylor's version. So we'll just call this Amber's version. So I try to just keep what what's important to me, the people that are important to me, informed. And I think that's why I do enjoy the podcast more because I can be more understood and I can talk about these things instead of fighting back on the internet. Now, I will say I get uh, upset when I see friends of mine being taught, you know, being treated like that. And so I want to address it, but sometimes I can't. And why I feel like a lot of times women, business owners, we kind of just have to, you know, let it go because Mm -hmm. what are the greater implications of that? Well, the song you're quoting is called Karma. So, (laughs) you know, remember that when you're throwing bricks at people. Yeah. And I I think that, I mean, that's exactly right though. So as long as you operate from a place of, you know, I'm not, I don't have any ill intent, you know, the decisions that I made to do this or whatever, they don't, they didn't come from a place of how do I beat them or how do I be better than them or how do I get them shut down or it came from a place of, I want to do this. I think it would be cool. I'm going to, you know, it, it wasn't. So I think that you just have to remember when you do face that being misunderstood, when you come face to face with being misunderstood and you can't explain yourself, you know that you made all these decisions with, you know, a pure heart or with no, no ill intent. Like you weren't setting out to hurt anybody or, you know, to tear anyone down or to steal from anyone. It, it was just a pure heart decision and you don't want anything bad for them. And so you don't have to always explain yourself because you know that you, that's where you came from. And so, and you're not meant, not every single person is meant to like you we're, it's not, it's just not, it's not possible. Well, and let's be real. We're all human. We've all done it to somebody, right? We've all thrown shade and been negative mm-hmm. at a time or two. The key is when you're feeling that way, or if you catch yourself doing that, give yourself a little self-reflection. Why am I hating on somebody who has done nothing to me? And mm-hmm. I don't even really know them. It's usually going to be more about an insecurity that you have. And so if you can kind of self-reflect on that and just learn to correct it and be a better person, then you're still okay because we're all going to make those mistakes. But you have to learn from them and be better. I agree. When I opened my business, I went from nursing to being a lash artist. There was a lot of people that I thought would be on my side, you know, and support me. And surprisingly, there was a select few people that were talking about how I didn't know what I was doing or what was I thinking or all of these things. And nobody, those people didn't give me a chance to say nobody, but lots of people gave me a chance, but those people didn't. So it was really interesting that when you make those kind of big changes in your life, you see kind of through who's your people time to, you know, housekeep a little bit, but I'm excited to continue to have these types of conversations. And I think it's time to lighten the mood a little (laughs) bit. So we, speaking of misunderstood girl math, there's, (laughs) I didn't realize I've been doing this for a really long time. And it was a common joke in our house that I would tell my husband, Hey, I'm going to buy this at Target. And he's like, it's on sale, right? Because I'd always call him and be like, so-and-so is on sale. I'm going to buy it. And I mean, granted, I do like to find stuff on sale, but now there's a term for it and girl math. So I made a list. Sally made a list. Brittany has a list, but she's going to piggyback on some of ours too. I, I'm not sure if this is regular girl math, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Okay. So you ready? Mm-hmm. If you take a shower before bed and put on clean pajamas, the next night 
those pajamas are still clean. You can wear them again if you shower and get into them. I'm going to put on the same pajamas regardless <laughs> of if I showered the <laughs> night before or not. So I'm, like, I'm going to find a t-shirt that's laying over a chair or over my bed frame and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, this looks good to sleep in. So I try to do it a max of three nights in a row. I can't go to bed without a shower. So it's just something that I... I need to kind of wind down, so. <laughs> I change my pajamas every night. Do you? Mm-hmm. Every night? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have enough pajamas to rotate on a seven-day schedule. Oh, I have lots of t-shirts and shorts, and so right, mainly t-shirts is what I need. Yeah, I have like one pair of pajamas that I really love a lot, but I don't wear it often. I usually reserve it for trips. I generally, when I go to sleep, don't throw things at me. I live in giant t-shirts, okay? I just, I live in giant t-shirts and either biker shorts or leggings or whatever. That's my entire closet. And so you I just will use take, that same shirt, don't you? I will shuck my pants yep. as soon as I get home. <laughs> and uh, that shirt is the shirt that I sleep in. And usually the shirt that I drop my daughter off at school in the next morning. <laughs> I mean, that's some serious girl math. It is. Then after I drop her off, I do go home and I take a shower and I fix my hair and all of that. And then I put on, you know, clean, a clean t-shirt. And I live in a house with one other girl who's 13. So there's not always pajamas. Like, right. I mean, I don't have like formal pajamas, but I usually have a set. Like, I have to have a a certain texture (laughs) of pajama. And so I'll have those specific things to sleep in. They have to be very... They have mm-hmm. specifications. They can't be too tight around my ankles. They have to be soft and long enough. Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, don't. Oh my gosh. So now a lot of them get rolled up, and I just deal with it. So I, I, I don't know. I'm very picky about my pajamas. Just sleep naked. I just sleep I by can't. myself most of the time, though. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I sleep by myself maybe half of the week, and I, I cannot sleep naked. That is not comfortable to me at all. <gasps> Okay, so I have another one. This is probably unique to me. If I don't have makeup on by about 1 p.m., it is now completely wasteful to put makeup on for the rest of the day unless I'm going out somewhere for a very special special occasion. So if I don't get up and do makeup, all of that stuff by about a certain time, I will not do it again for the rest of the day. And I feel like I'm wasting my time, my effort. I don't, I I know people don't really put that much thought into it. Sally's looking at me like If I'm not going anywhere, I'm not wearing makeup, but I go to work every day. So I usually have makeup on. Right. And then I didn't, I worked from home today, so I didn't have makeup on until just now. But yeah, if I'm not going anywhere, there's no makeup. Right. But it's like a thing where I cannot do it. Why would you? I don't know. So I guess it's not girl math. This is normal math. Well, we're girls, so it might be girl math. Yeah. Mine depends on whether or not I have time that day to put it on or not. You would just put it on to sit around the house? No, that's what I'm but saying. She looks, like you look good without makeup, I though. Regularly run around with no makeup because I just don't have the. I don't have time. I run out of time, or you know, the time that I drop my daughter off, and then by the time I have to be at work, like there's no time for makeup. So we just run wild over here, all natural. Okay, flying somewhere for three to four nights. This is just me. A carry-on and personal item only. Okay, I can get away with a, car- a, a carry-on bag and my personal item. Everything shoved into those. However, driving to a one-night stay for a concert, I had a suitcase, a duffel, and three totes. I have photographs. Yes, we have photographs. And somehow I could not consolidate any of that. That was the bare minimum that I could bring. 
So that's my girl math, flying somewhere for three to four nights, carry on, personal item only, but if we're driving somewhere, even if it's one night, twice as many things. I can't relate to that at all because I'm the one at the airport who's putting stuff in other people's suitcases because my check bag is over 50 pounds, <laughs> even if it's for three nights. I overpack all the time. I don't know why. I mean, there's nothing wrong with overpacking. I just prefer now to only do carry-ons. It's so much faster, and it really kind of makes me be very intentional of what I'm going to bring because I don't like to make those decisions in advance. But the me that is leaving is not the same me when I'm there. So I have to have choices right. in case a whole nother person shows up that day. Sally, what do you, you have some? I have more, but I want to hear what you like say. Mine's like actual math, like money, really good things. Okay. So when you pay cash for something, it's free, basically. Like cash you already had on you? Mm-hmm. Cash. So if you pay cash for, if you go to the store and you, and you have, pull and you, cash out of you your purse, cash, it's free. Yeah. Doesn't okay. count. I do it, not identify it, with that. Also, gift come, cards are the same. It doesn't come out of your account. So it's basically free. Sure. Even if it was like I, got, I bought something and then I returned it. Wait, that's your And they too. give me a gift card. Yep. That is, it's free money. Yeah. So like, what do I want to buy with this bad boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you got a, it's gift, a gift for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. If you pay for something and your friends Venmo you back, you made money. Okay. I do mm-hmm. kind of think that too. So it depends on if I, it's on my credit card, then I'm going to be funny and I'm going to put it right in my account and then like pay it. But the little stuff, absolutely. That's a bonus. I just got a bonus mm-hmm. for sure. So if you spend $300 on one thing, it's too expensive. But if you buy three things that are $100 each, it's totally fine. Exactly. I would buy mm-hmm. three pairs of Ugg boots. At $100 each, at different times, not at the same time, but different times, maybe the same year. But I would absolutely not buy a $300 pair of shoes. Not a chance. Unless it was going to make me fly, like boots, you know, that fly, or I don't know. <laughs> they somehow made you lose weight or something. Rocket, rocket boots? <laughs> rocket boots. Like only if they were rocket boots and I could go somewhere with them. That would be more than I would not pay $300 for a pair of shoes. Absolutely not. But you would buy Three $100 pair of shoes. I have multiple pairs of Ugg boots. Do you agree with this? With the shoes? No, just in general. Just in general. Like if you went to buy some clothes and you found a dress you like for $300, you'd put it back. But if you found three pairs of jeans. But I'll spend $300 at the store that day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Girl math. To kind of like piggyback on that, it's like, okay, I really wanted all of these things. It was $300, but $300 is a lot. But if you afterpay it. Mm -hmm. It's free. You pay it in payments. It's interest free. It's yeah, basically free. It's basically free. You're just mm-hmm. like old school layaway. It's just twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll have twenty five dollars again in two it's weeks. It's an interest so. free payment. Yeah. Also, interest like that is free money. Okay, if you can get a loan or afterpay or whatever, that is legit free money. Okay, if you get zero percent interest on something, just take your time. It means you should off. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Use somebody else's money to buy something and you're, you're not, you don't owe them anything. Like, and then you can use your money to invest in other things. You're you're Mm -hmm. making money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you pay $15 for something and then the shipping is an additional $15, that's too much money. But if you spend $30 and the shipping is free, then you saved money. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Or if you have to spend like $150 Mm because free shipping. Yeah. Right. I'm spending $150. Because the shipping would have been like $20 and you bought $20 That's a $20 waste of money. So right. If, yeah. So if it was $100 and you had to pay $20 shipping, 
you're not going to do it. You're going to spend the 150 to get the free shipping. Even though it's $30 more in reality, it's actually winning in girl math. It kind of reminds me of one of my lists. It says you buy one, get one free just means you get free stuff. Not that technically both things are 50% off. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, this is what kind of one she already said. If I return something and I get a refund, then I made money. Yeah, you already said that. Mm-hmm. For sure. What about the dollar spot in Target? It's not actually a dollar spot, but you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the dollar section at Target. It's not a dollar. It's a dollar, five dollars, three dollars, ten dollars. It's still good, though. I got a doormat for five dollars out of that section. It's really It really cute. is, but at the same time, I still feel like I'm... It's a dollar section. <laughs> it's not a dollar. <laughs> it's low cost. Yeah. I, that, so that goes into my, the one that I specifically have that I've done for years and years and years. My mom... And my dad and my husband have all given me crap about this literally my entire life. If something is $14.95, it's $10. They're like, no, ma'am, it's $15. And I'm like, no, you round it down. And they're like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> so if it's $16, is it $20? No. It's 10 It's 10 <laughs> Then it's 15 Then it's 15 Yeah. So we're going $5 increments. Yeah. I do that too if I want to, I feel bad about something I bought and I'm like, oh, it was only $48 or, you know, just kind of before tax Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Oh yeah, no, tax doesn't count for sure. That's that's the government. That had nothing to do with me. So if I book a trip with flight and hotel points, it's pretty much free Mm -hmm. because I have to eat anyway. That doesn't count. Like it's a free trip. Yeah. Even if I buy souvenirs and go food to and shopping and... doesn't count on no. trips because you would be, you'd be doing you'd be spending that same money at home anyway. So the only money that like goes into like that you're spending on a vacation is like flight and hotel. That's it. Everything else you'd be spending anyway. Right. That's all of that. I have this one that was under single girl math, which is. If you lose the attention of one man, you just post a cute picture and get the attention of three more. <laughs> Oop. We, we learned that. Oop. Oop. Four plus four. <laughs> I hate that. I said, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I said that to my daughter last night, but I accidentally forgot and I said two plus two and her and her friend were like, oh my God. You forged that? Yeah, I messed cringe. it up. So I did. Cringe. But it still had it still it had its intended purpose of yeah. max cringe effect. If you haven't listened to our last episode, we did a whole thing on middle school terminology and how you can use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't even know if it's necessarily middle school terminology. It's what is the the zillennial? There yeah. we go. You're right. Zillennial, oh, yeah. especially part two slang. More oh zillennial, which I. I forgot a good word, but I don't think you want me to say it. Nope, let's not. So I had one I was asking my husband earlier what kind of things I do for girl math because he's like, this is really you for sure. And it reminded me of when I was talking about going to New York City and he's like, can you go for under $500? I'm like, yeah, my flight is free. I have flight credits and hotel we're splitting with my friends. And and then he's like, all right, keep it under 500. It's in the budget. And then literally that night, he's like, hey, um, can I go to the casino with my best friend? I haven't seen him in a long time, and I'm just going to spend $400. I was like, absolutely, mm-hmm. of course. And he, he was like, be sure to tell them that we hadn't seen each other in a really long time. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's... <laughs> That's the I, real girl mouth is splitting the hotel rooms, going on girl yes. trips and splitting that room. That's real I'm girl Like, how mouth. many people can we fit in mm-hmm. this twin-size bed 
and it makes it less and less. And then we even do more division of like who brings the curly iron, who Mm -hmm. brings the flat iron, who brings the hairspray so that you can all kind of put your resources together. And you do, so your flights, right? You, you, You can fly in early in the morning. So you get a whole extra day and you fly out really late. So even if I fly there on Thursday morning, but I'm flying home on Friday night, like I got so much time. I know we did a a Mm -hmm. 24-hour trip to Nashville. Mm -hmm. I felt like it lasted 3.5 years. And it's way cheaper. (laughs) It was, but it was also like... Yeah, midnight flights. I was like, what day did I wear this outfit? And you were like, we were here... Yesterday. Yeah, we were only here one night. I'm like, oh my God. It was when we were walking back. So when we flew home, we were walking through the airport to go back to the car and you said something and I was like no we were walking right here yesterday and you're like no we weren't and I was like yes it was it was oh yesterday <laughs> one sleep one sleep mm-hmm. well Sally did you bring us some snackies because I also got us some drinkies okay yeah that's so annoying I need so a speaking of snackies though I want to know what your favorite Thanksgiving food is oh and your least favorite I'm a ham person I don't really like turkey unless it's fried so mm-hmm. I like I need the fresh baked ham. I don't know if I, well, so I guess turkey would be my least favorite. And then I love everything else. I don't think you can go wrong with the sides with me. I love so, sides. Yeah. Traditional stuffing is not for me at all. Like the like box one. Mm-hmm. Oh no. No. My dad makes homemade dressing mm-hmm. from biscuits that he homemade. And really? Yes, it's so good. So my mom um, a couple of years ago came to Thanksgiving and she's like, do you want me to bring some stuffing? I'm like, no, um, <laughs> pick something else. And she said, well, I make it with cornbread. I'm like, oh, what is, what is that? I didn't know there was mm-hmm. cornbread stuffing. And so she made it from scratch here at the house and that stuff was good, mm-hmm. super good. So I have to think, I mean, I don't know why this keeps coming to my head of what my favorite, oh, I know what it is. I was going to say cranberry sauce, and that's so basic. It's not really. I just oh, love I cranberry like sauce that. and turkey all together. Like each bite mm-hmm. of turkey must have a scoop of cranberry sauce. It's my mother-in-law's homemade rolls. She makes the rolls from scratch. She rolled, they call them yeast rolls. They, she used to work for school service at um, the like, school district. So she knows how to make them from scratch. She lets them rise and then lets them rise again and then does magical things to them. And that, that particular smell is what sets my brain off. It's the holiday season. And I start to have that, that good home cozy Mm -hmm, feeling mm -hmm. of, you know, family time. And it's gotten a little bit different because we, you know, she lost her husband. My father-in-law died uh, Christmas Eve of 2020 from COVID. So that has changed a little bit. And so that smell is also a good and sort of a, um, and bittersweet reminder now, like it's time for that good time of year, but it's also time where we start getting a little bit stressed out because we remember everything that kind of happened, but that particular smell and flavor and taste for sure that I, I eat like a child. I fix my daughter's plate and my plate almost exactly the same. I don't like the sides. I don't want green bean casserole. It makes me want to gag. I don't want the cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce either. My plate gets, I prefer, I'm like, I'm with you. I prefer the ham, but I'm not opposed to turkey. Like I'm good with turkey also. I get, I like rolls, bread, whatever that 
consists of macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes. That's pretty much my plate. It's, you know, the meat and then macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes. Corn, if we do corn sometimes, but I don't do. My dad makes the brown sugar sweet potatoes. They're Mm. so good. Yeah, my mother-in-law makes sweet potato casserole, and that's really good, too. Mm-hmm. My husband doesn't like to eat anything in a casserole, and the other day she said, what casseroles do you want? And he piped up, and he was like, none. And yeah, I said, same. excuse me, sir, there are other people coming to this. I need sweet potato casserole. He's like, oh, I do like that one. I said, mm-hmm. well, I'll make something else if I want to. I saw a recipe for like a homemade green bean casserole that mm-hmm. looked really like very southern, almost like a Cajun type of thing. It looked really good, but I don't know if I'm going to get that of interest this year. Yeah. Just I to used, throw some green in there somewhere. I used to be that way about casseroles, but in my older age, I love them. They're I don't so like good. my food all mixed together. I don't either. It's just been probably in the last, I don't know, six or seven years. So maybe. No. Maybe. Mm-mm. We have time. <laughs> maybe one day you'll get old yeah. like us. No. I like through Louis at 6 p.m. <laughs> for their chicken and The Louis specials. Yep. But yeah, so I like to make, I make the mac and cheese and I make, um, apple pie and all that. And I love that. So I am very, I'm, I'm a mac and cheese snob. Like it mm-hmm. has to taste a certain way. It can't taste too chemical or grainy, like, grainy or too, I don't know if sharp cheddary is the way I'm thinking, but it's almost like an acidic flavor it needs to be creamy and I feel like so many places don't get it right, and I just I, I keep searching for the most amazing macaroni and cheese. There's a place in Houston called Just Mac and Cheese, I think, mm. and I would love to go there and eat just all kinds of forms of mac I'll and go. cheese. I like all mac and cheese. Just don't <laughs> yeah. put breadcrumbs on it. I no. don't get that part of it. That's different. It depends. Like if it's more of a casserole type of mm. one or – I don't know. I tried to recreate the um, Hattie B's recipe, and oh, my – it was from scratch. It had all – I had to make a roux. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This, have you guys, I'm sure you have. Have you ever made a roux before? Yeah. Yeah. That shit's hard. Yeah. And then it started to like try to explode Mm -hmm. and I'm, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm calling, I'm like phoning a friend, like help me. My sister's like, this is normal. I'm like, how do I know it's done? It was a whole thing and it it turned out okay, but it was a good, like several hours of work to make this macaroni. (laughs) I was like, forget it. You're getting Velveeta shells and cheese now. I'm lying. I haven't made roux, but I've watched people do it and it looks difficult. One of the things I don't like about Thanksgiving food is I don't like pie. So I do like apple pie, but that's probably it. I don't like pie, which is going to kind of tie into one mm-hmm. of these treats I have because... I have a problem with pies. I don't... I am a pie snob. Like, I don't you give me a pie that you flopped out a Pillsbury crust for and dumped some pie filling in. Ugh. Like, don't even come at me with that. And I'm not going to eat it. I'm not. But I... But I... My Grammy grew up making all of our pie crusts and all of that. And so, like, I... I'm obsessed with apple pie, so I make crusts, and I usually make them before, and then I put them in the freezer so that I have enough for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, so I'm not constantly having to make pie crust, and then I cut apples and make, like, legit apple pie, not filling. Yeah, I just don't like the filling. I don't like the textures of pie. Mm-hmm. I don't like pumpkin pie. I'm not a big Mm-mm. pumpkin flavor person either. I usually make the pumpkin pie because nobody else wants it, and yeah. I do. My kids love it, but I just I don't. I love it. I don't know why. I want cake. I love cake. <laughs> and I love cake too, but I, I like all pies except for like chocolate pie or something weird. I don't I love know. chocolate pie. I mean, maybe like a chocolate moussey weird pie. I don't know. I don't, or peanut butter pie. That sounds terrible. People do that, right? They do, but I don't want it. No, thanks. Mm-mm. I mean, I'll try it at least once. Okay. Okay, while Surprise. everybody's over here slamming the doors, let's get our surprises. <laughs> okay, so 
I am following the trend of our energy drinks. Then got you guys a flavor I haven't tried. Brittany, have you tried this one? No. Okay, it's your favorite part. Ready? That was a good one. I, have to, I know. I have to like. <laughs> We're going to get some negative reviews. I am so tired of hearing them pop open soda can. It's better than. You're doing it again. Which you did last time too, I right? I know. I know. <laughs> so this one is Alani Dream Float. It has 10 calories. I'm assuming it's like a dream sickle, which sounds really good. All right, here we go. I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how all the orange is going to taste after a cinnamon super sweet cookie. Well, from what I remember, the orange isn't strong. The vanilla is more strong. It's like after you, you know, you like uh, brush your teeth and then eat an Oreo Mm. or orange juice, like brush your Mm -hmm. teeth and then drink orange juice. But yeah, the orange isn't super strong. It's the cream taste that's strong to me. I've had better. I don't love it. wafting it all over the palate and noting the notes of vanilla and orange. I think I would buy it. I like it. I don't know. Maybe I'm, for the summertime. I think I, it would be more of like a summertime thing. Yeah. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. What if you put it with ice cream? Like an ice cream float? I, let me say, I will say this. <laughs> I like dreamsicles. I don't like a ton of dreamsicle flavored stuff because I don't feel like they do a very good job of it. And I think that this is probably like the best dreamsicle flavored something that I've had. It tastes like the push up pops. Push pop. I love like dreamsicle flavored stuff. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just no, for sure. sure. Don't like, come at me with your sperm just, nonsense. Well, I didn't say like, it, but you did gave you me have those these, when like, you were born? Yeah, like the little Flintstone <laughs> push pop things that mm-hmm. were. Yeah, that's what it yep, tastes like to sure. me. I don't. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it has that, but I think it also has some like the cream in with it. It's not just that. So I want to explain why why Brittany just said, "Don't come at me with the sperm." <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't listened to the <laughs> yeah. first two episodes, Brittany is eight years younger than Sally and I. And so a lot of times when we're talking about stuff in our childhood, we joke around that Brittany was actually a sperm still at that time. So she couldn't have possibly experienced the things we did like Oregon Trail or, yeah, you know. We're not throwing sperm at her. No. God, no. Oh, my God. That's what you made it sound like. <laughs> Before you come at me with that sperm. <laughs> You yell that at your husband sometimes. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so I just really thought I should clarify. Let's clarify. There's no sperm Do not going come on. at me yeah, it's with like if- any sperm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're younger than us and you don't get the reference, it's because you were a sperm. It's fine. You were just, just sitting in that little sack waiting to be exposed. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are disgusting. It's a medical, ma'am. It's not disgusting. Ew. Whatever. So, just so you know, <laughs> I can't wait. What if? What if somebody stopped right there that episode and was like, I, "I was trying to listen to this, but they talk about throwing sperm, and I just <laughs> had to draw the line." We'll just title it "Throwing Sperm," and they'll know from the beginning. <laughs> so, um, I, it's my nickname. Your daughter, uh, your younger daughter, hasn't had time to listen to the episode yet, right? So right. we haven't ruined any mythical. I told her she couldn't creatures. listen to it, so we'll see okay, good. how well she minds. I'm referring to our last episode where we talked about Elf on the Shelf. I'm not going to go into it because I don't have to put another disclaimer on here, which is uh, basically a disclaimer. So that's just a little follow-up for that. So I'm going to give this a five. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. The Lonnie. I'm going to stick with a seven. 
Uh, six and a half. And no, sh- no shade to Lonnie. I just don't like the flavor. It's actually not bad. What I do like about these drinks, thanks a lot for, you know, showing me these things I don't Seriously. need in my life. I, don't, I can't tell it's if y'all are... It's a problem. Well, see, I... I'm not happy about it. But I think you are. So I'm not. I, I want to say you're welcome again, but I feel like you're throwing some shade my way. But... I am. Your life <laughs> is, is now complete in the thirst world because... You, you didn't tell us what kind of vitamins is in this one, Sally. I already liked it's the same as last time. It has so many vitamins. Yeah. That was the funny part about this whole thing. She was like, they're so healthy for you and have all these vitamins. I'm like, bro, it's 200 milligrams of caffeine. It is so much. It is a lot. I mean, no shade. I drink a lot of coffee. So for our last episode, right, I had drank one and then we taste tested one. And so then I had to drink (laughs) that one also. But we recorded at like 8 o'clock at night. So I went home and I mean, I had the zoomies for sure. That sounds great. I was like doing the like skip, skip, like not, you know where you like slide, what is it? Your feet back and yeah. forth, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you, but you're you, in the same spot. You were just doing that? Uh, yeah. I, I was wound up. You, you need a video next time. You need to see these zoomies, Brittany zoomies. Yeah. We were zooming for sure. And I probably went straight to bed. I can, I can do that sometimes. Caffeine does nothing to me. It. I have never, ever, ever felt any effects of any any energy drink ever. Um, but I I don't know if I'd taken my Adderall that day or not. Um, but I drank two of them within like two hours. Yeah, four hundred mm. milligrams of caffeine is where I draw the line. Do you remember? Do they still sell <laughs> no dose? Oh, I hope not. You remember in high school? I mean, you were a sperm, uh. but <laughs> did they have did they have no-dos when you're in high school? I've never heard of that. <gasps> they were passing no-dos around at my job all Are the time. Are these drinks? Are they pills? <laughs> pills. They sold them at like the little so it's dollar store that was across. gas stations. Yeah. Oh no! So no, like no doze, D O Z. So it's basically probably a crap ton of caffeine. It was caffeine. It's probably comparable to what's that BC powder that people use now? Is that? But that doesn't aspirin. Have, but it yeah. has caffeine in it. Yeah, but this was like a real shot of caffeine, and you could take a couple and just like be jittery mm-hmm. and zoomied and really bad for you. Wow, we did find some stuff you don't know about a little spermy sperm. <laughs> She's like. Good thing you're tethered over there and you can't come over there. <laughs> She's like, I'm so fucking tired of y'all calling me that. I mean, my nickname is Bernie Sanders, so. Did you see that video I sent you? There was two guys in the, I guess the Senate, I don't know. We, we're oh, not talking about of politics. the fight. Yeah, they were going to throw down. They called. They it were like, like, we can be two consenting adults. Stand up right now. <laughs> they're the freaking the, senator. Yeah, they're on the Senate, Senate floor of yeah. some committee. I, I don't care. I'm not going to talk politics, but it was just funny because they're like, it's mutual combat. We have agreed to mutual combat. Yeah. And I'm like. Sir, and so the uh, Bernie Sanders is like, guys, he's like, sit down. No, you're not. (laughs) It just made me laugh because um, I would get into more politics. That sounds like Bernie Sanders over there. No, you're not going to do that. No, sit down. No, sit right down. I'm like, I want to see what happens. Let them do it. It was really interesting. I wish they would have. Like, maybe I should watch more of these Senate committees. They might actually be pretty entertaining. I doubt it. Yeah, no. they would probably be more successful if they would. (laughs) That's what I said. I'd get into it more if they were throwing down. Well, thank you for listening today, and please remember to leave us some feedback on our social media pages. In the comments, drop some stuff you'd like for us to talk about. 
sometimes we're at a loss for words, believe it or not. And we'd love to hear what you think and what you want to hear. And then also, if you could go to your favorite platform of choice and leave us a five-star rating if you like us, that would be great. Yeah. Kind feedback, please. Let's let's, let's Constructive. Be kind. Yes, constructive for I'm sure. all for constructive yeah. feedback. But if you're mean, you're blocked. I'm just kidding. Yeah, don't be like a keyboard mean, warrior out there. If you comment mean, we're reading it. So <laughs> yes. bring it. Oh, don't. That'll, that'll really no. get them ready to be famous. They're like, yes. Just kidding. Everybody loves us. It's fine. Okay, well, thank you for listening, my pretties. And Sally? See you next Tuesday. Bye.